0: Hi, my name's Ben Yates and welcome to Bed's Blab, an experimenting amateur podcasting in Bedfordshire. This is a series of short shows where I get the chance to interview interesting people living and working in the county of Bedfordshire, United Kingdom. Along the way, your host learns valuable lessons in amateur podcasting. My guest in this episode is a resident of Bedford and a daughter who would like to share their experience of women's rugby in Bedfordshire. Hi, uh, I'm in Bedford and outside it's kind of overcast and it's a bit cold today. This is a bit of a cold April day in Bedford, uh, 2019. Well I'm talking to you from the living room of a resident uh, of Bedford and her daughter. Uh, I've got Fiona Cameron McIntosh with me and her daughter Hannah Ovenden. Thank you Hannah. And we're going to be talking about women's rugby in Bedfordshire. Well thank you both of you for taking the time to talk to me. Um, Fiona and Hannah could you tell us what is your involvement with this sport?
1: Um, so I was lucky enough when I was at school down in Portsmouth to be part of a sailing club and we decided that we were going to start a rugby team, um, probably quite illegally at the time because it was mixed, men and women, or girls and boys, we were 15, 16, um, and that's really how I got into rugby. Uh, I wasn't the most graceful child, a um, bit
2: clumsy. My mum decided that maybe gymnastics ballet, anything that requires grace, not for me um so she decided that maybe it's a good idea I I'd get involved in the tag rugby team at school uh its spiraled from there really um seventeen years, not planning on stopping anytime soon
0: and what's really attracting you to 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 rugby of all the sports you could choose from? why did the two of you choose choose rugby
2: um I chose to carry on playing rugby because it's got a great social side um, everyone's friends with each other um, there's, not as, there's not that many two-faced people like you get in some some sports clubs um, and it's, it's a great way to get your frustrations of the week out you've had a really bad week get on the pitch on a Sunday
1: smash some people <laughs> and suddenly the week doesn't seem so bad after all yeah it's very social um teams support each other um doesn't matter what your level of fitness is when you start anybody can join in doesn't matter size shape whatever um yeah it's just a it's a family yeah you get shouted at on the pitch but once you're off the pitch it's like it hasn't happened yeah what stays on the pitch stays on the pitch um
2: what happens on the pitch even um and the other great thing is that the teams are friends so yes you want to absolutely muller each other while you're on the pitch but as soon as you come off the pitch you're like pub pub
1: let's go to the pub
0: right and what would you say between the two of you what's been your best moments while either playing or following rugby
1: my best moment was watching my daughter score her first competitive try on her 20th birthday
2: yeah and I scored one a week after but you weren't there to witness that one um, mine would be uh, went on a under 18s tour uh, to Holland um, well we stayed in Holland we played in Ghent and the Belgian national team Belgian ladies national team were looking for people over the age of 18 because uh, a lot of their players were out on injury um, and this was just a warm up um, a warm up game to try and get them into the swing of things for the uh, world cup and um, they asked me if I would be interested in
1: playing so for 10 minutes I got to play uh, international rugby but it was also the women's Belgian Olympic rugby team as well I believe
2: yeah um, a lot of their players played for um, played in the Olympics the few years after um, year after But yeah the 10 minutes I got to spend before uh, getting injured by a German
0: now, there are lots of different positions that someone can play uh, in rugby, in a rugby team. What positions have you both played in? And why, did you, why were you playing in that position? Why did you choose that position?
1: Well, I played front row um, because I was pretty strong, but I was also pretty quick. So um, whilst I wasn't tall enough to be a back, I could take some of the positions that backs play. Um, but generally I was front row, tight or loose head prop, didn't like hooker.
2: Uh, I can play anywhere in the scrum, uh, theoretically, Um, but my favourite is front row. Don't like loose head because of an injury, Uh, I just find it uncomfortable, Um, but my preferred position is tight head prop, but for the past few years I've been playing hooker, Um, just because our previous hooker left and I was the shortest person on the team.
0: I see and, and again I know hooker is like a there's one particular role in being a hooker that you when there's a line outs you're the person who's responsible for throwing the ball back into play and the whole of the play stops and everyone's just watching you it's just you that one person's got the ball and throwing that ball back in so it's a kind of a high pressure moment um, how do you deal with that how do you cope with that
2: um normally it's okay um it's English winters tend to be quite still uh quite crisp so normally it's okay, the ball goes exactly where you want it to, you win the line out, it's fine. Um, but on windy days, you've got to compensate your throw. So if it's the wind's blowing to the left, you have to throw the ball to the right so that the, it ends up in the middle, so you don't get pinged for pen, uh, a penalty. Um, and that's quite stressful. Um, so it's normally just to try and cope with that, you just got to like clear your mind, uh, just focus on what's happening after the line out. Because uh, from, from experience, if you think about too much if you think too much play, while well, well, playing rugby is when things go wrong uh, because you overthink it and because you've overthinked it, overthink, overthought it, you end up getting confused.
1: How do you find learning all the different calls? Um,
2: I do get confused because I play for two teams um, and not only do I play 15s, I play sevens occasionally. So I know about 20 different calls um and it's really just hoping that someone else in your team tells you what the call is uh so that you get it right
0: thanks for that and how dangerous a sport would you say rugby is is it more dangerous than any other sports um
2: um not particularly um yes you have injuries but that's what happens when you play sports um and most serious injuries are just freak accidents um as long as you as long as you're trained correctly then 90% of the time things things don't go wrong um but with all sports you do you do have some freak accidents
1: i mean look at some of the injuries that have happened um gymnastics um people falling off the rings coming off the bars coming off the beam um yeah you're going to get injuries in any sport um but yeah the freak, the the major accidents are either down to lack of training, lack of good coaching, or as Hannah said, freak accidents so I don't think whilst it may look it that it's any more dangerous and nobody's going to be banning football anytime soon, nobody's going to be banning um gymnastics anytime soon nobody's going to be banning motor racing anytime soon there's a lot more safety involved in rugby now than there used to be um head injuries even if it's a small bang on the head you're immediately taken off for a head injury assessment which is very annoying uh, blood injuries now you're taken off mopped up um yeah so rugby is becoming an awful lot safer but i still don't think it was much more dangerous than any other
0: sport Right, because I know there had been some kind of talk about maybe uh, schools no longer doing rugby because of fears of safety. What would be your views on on uh, schools no longer uh, providing rugby?
2: Um, so, depending on what uh, age range you fall into, it depends on the rules of the sport. Um, so, if you women have their own, women and men have their own rules. Uh, so, over 18s, so the rules are exactly the same for both genders um but under 18s um it depends on the it depends on your gender so in women's rugby um under 18s uh you can only push the scrum a meter and a half tackles must be below the shoulders so you can't have any seatbelt tackles which is where your hands sort of rests on their their collarbone um and uh oh there's a couple others but i can't remember um but the the sports the the rules of the sport are sort of adapted around your age to make it safer for your particular age range, um, because obviously you've not fully finished fully growing, so they've got to be thinking about when well, your bones are slightly more fragile. Um, concussions are taken a lot more seriously in schools, um, so it's just I think it's silly because the 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 rules are adapted uh, for. For your age range, um,
1: and it's not—it's not a dangerous sport if you do it right. And you're far less likely to get injured if you've started playing rugby at a younger age because you are far more adaptable at a younger age. You get to know the rules of the sport. You get to know how to fall. So, if you then decide that you have never played rugby for, before in your life, and you get to university twenty twenty one, you want to play. Um, I think without having that basis in school where you can not be forced to play it but I know schools tend to um revolve the different sports they do in PE I'm not necessarily saying that you should join an after-school club or anything like that but getting that introduction to rugby at a school age um is going to make it far safer anyway and if you're going to remove rugby from sports In schools, then you should be removing things like cricket, rounders, football. You're going to get just as many injuries in those. So uh, I think it's rubbish that they're talking about removing it from school personally.
2: And the most dangerous bit about rugby is if you're not trained properly. Um, So if you're not trained to do the tackles properly is when you get injured. Um, And if you're not trained how to fall properly when you get tackled is when you get injured. So provided the coach is up to scratch on how to tackle how to fall then injuries are very rare um it's not it's not as dangerous as it looks on television um just gotta remember that on tv they're they're running faster um they do this professionally so they want to do really well at it um but normal club rugby or school rugby is perfectly safe
1: I just want to clarify on something that Hannah said she was saying about injuries being quite rare, which she actually means is serious injuries. I mean, just like any other sport, there are going to be cuts, scrapes, bruises, yeah, um yeah, no, serious injuries um and yeah, but the rugby player's definition of a serious injury varies an awful lot as well, and is probably an awful lot different to most other
0: sports players. Right. I mean, I was going to say. I mean, have have either of you had any kind of very bad injuries? Uh, do you ever worry about like long term injuries when when playing?
1: I was lucky enough not to get injured, but then I didn't play for a, a particularly long time.
2: Uh, in my career, I've had uh, a fair few. Um, I've done ligaments in my knee, dislocated shoulders, broken my collarbone, uh, broken fingers, broken my wrist, but nothing that's ever made me want to want to stop um, cuz it's all it's all part of the sport really just you get up you walk it off get back straight back into it
0: and i mean could you give any imagine you, you knew someone uh, young who's maybe going to start getting to uh, maybe women's rugby any kind of safety advice you'd give to to those uh, that person
2: listen to your coaches um, yes you're going to get bored of doing tackling over and over and over again I mean we do it every season and every season we're like oh god not again um listen to them because they're telling you how to tackle so that you don't get hurt um and when they say if you've been tackled do not put your hand out I recommend you do not put your hand out because that is how I broke my wrist um so just listen to them listen to your coaches ignore everyone else just listen to them because they know best
1: and go down and try it out. Don't stand on the <coughs> try line or the sideline because you're going to get scared just watching it. Go down and give it a go.
0: Yeah. Great. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, turning to you, Fiona, when Hannah first said, oh, yeah, I, I want to do, I want to get into rugby, what were your what was your immediate reaction? What were your immediate thoughts?
1: Honestly, I was quite happy that she wanted to play rugby, but I wanted to make sure that she did it right Um didn't want to throw her straight into full contact, although that was an option. Um, started off with tag, um, but the club that she played tag with did actually do full contact at that age, and it was like six. Yeah. Six years old she started, um, and then started playing through schools and stuff. Um, so I was happy that she'd taken up a sport that she seemed to enjoy, helped with anger issues and frustrations and aggression um obviously as a parent there's always a little bit of worry when your children take up something but it could be driving riding a motorbike cycling even walking the streets um at least i knew she was going to be looked after she was going to be trained by people that knew what they were doing because she started playing down in staines, what well, Staines rugby club which is quite a big club um and I'd played it, so I wasn't really in a position to say she couldn't do it. I think that would have just been hypocritical of me.
0: Right, and now you, you're now at the stage where you're, you're watching uh, Hannah playing uh, rugby. What's it like for you when you're watching? What kind of a kind of a watcher are you? Are you very vocal? Are you quiet? Are you? Uh,
1: honest answer, it depends on who she's playing and the sort of mood she's in. Um, so i walk up and down the sideline um i i have on the odd occasion sworn um i don't get involved and tell the ref that it's a bad call i'll just mutter under my breath um but i do cheer her on when she's not complaining about it being cold (laughs) yeah that's true it's very cold on the touchline
0: thanks that's a, a broader question now um how do you think women's rugby is treated as a sport in the United Kingdom in this age?
2: Uh, going to school, they refused to start a boys team because they didn't have a, enough interest. And then when they did, we asked uh, if there could be a women's team. Uh, and they said no, because not enough people. And I knew of maybe 30, 35 people who wanted to do it. And they were like, it's too dangerous. I'm like, but you've done, you've started a boys team. Yeah, but women are more likely to get hurt. Um, and women's rugby isn't televised as much. There aren't as many women's rugby clubs as there are men's. Um, and a lot of women who actually do play rugby feel like we have something that we need to prove um, because it's seen as seen as a man's sport. It's not like football where anyone can play it. Um, it's very stereotypically a man's sport and it's not. Um, you've got women at a very high level who can probably outpace out tackle, outmanoeuvre the men but because it's a man's sport they don't get as much interest
1: I think it's getting better but um, like with most sports other than things like athletics it, it doesn't get the um, publicity or the sponsorship in some cases that men's sports get but Hannah was saying about um women feeling like they've got something to prove tell us about the uh the the match that you played against the men and what their response was so we did a a
2: training match um because there weren't that many women um at the training session so we decided to get some of the men men involved Uh, it was full contact normal rugby rules and afterwards the men vowed never to play against women because we were too aggressive and we were vicious uh, and again I feel like that's because we have something we feel like we've got something that we need to prove. What
0: kind of advice we give them to maybe make the first step into playing uh, women's rugby?
2: Um the BBC Get Involved website website. Um it's a really good website for looking at clubs and sports. Um and if you click on a particular sport, type in your postcode or the area that you wanna you wanna go to or come up with a list of different clubs in the area that you can that you can join. Um and, yeah, just, just go along. If you don't like it, it's not the end of the world, but if you like it and you don't try it out, then, you know, kind of wasting, wasting a great opportunity.
1: Yeah, go along to your local club, give it a go. Go and watch a couple of matches if you're really not sure. And if you're at uni, find out from the sports union whether they've got a team and go along and support them. Yeah,
0: thanks for that. And just a round off. Uh, Hannah, what's your next game coming up? Um,
1: um
2: it depends because i'm currently out on injury okay um so it depends on when i'm cleared to go back to play uh hopefully i would like to say um only sevens um it's a big festival in uh only just outside middle keynes um but if not then if i don't get to go go and play that then it will probably be in october
1: although you have been invited with the university to Mull
2: uh, Melrose we've been invited to play Melrose Sevens uh, and St Andrew Sevens but it just depends on what, what my doctor says really
0: well Hannah best of luck in that game hope it goes well hope you get the win maybe get a try hope you don't get injured but Fiona and Hannah thank you very much very interesting thoughts and views and opinions on your, uh, your knowledge and experience of uh, playing women's rugby thank you very both much
1: thank, thank you. you thank you Ben
0: The music featured is called Love Chances by Makai Beats from the Free Music Archive website. Full details can be found in his podcast show notes.